Hello, friends, and welcome back to the PrepWell podcast. In today's episode, I'm discussing the near obsolescence of a student's GPA these days, and whether or not you should care. After all, the GPA has long been one of the big three factors that colleges look at closely during admissions. To review, the big three, at least historically, have been GPA, rigor of classes, and an SAT or ACT score. Let's start with the third factor, SAT and ACT. As you know, if you've been a listener of this podcast, I've spent plenty of time, not only in this podcast, and talking to families, addressing the false notion that the SAT and ACT score has lost its luster. If anything, they become even more important. And part of the reason they become more important is because GPA has increasingly become so much less important. So why has GPA lost so much of its stature? Well, given the disparity in how students are being taught and graded across the country, especially during the pandemic, GPA has become almost irrelevant when trying to assess students. Because some students have not seen any change in their schooling. They haven't missed a beat. They've continued with in-person schooling throughout the entire pandemic. They've had the same rigor, the same expectations, the same teachers as in years past. While other students have not stepped foot in a physical classroom in 12 months. And they've been, quote-unquote, learning remotely for the last year. And many of these remote learners have a completely new and different set of expectations. In California, for instance, the new rules include being able to turn in homework and term papers and tests seemingly whenever you want and as many times as you want and not get marked down for it. And a student's grade can't be influenced by class participation or lack thereof or questionable behavior. And in the end, a student's final grade can be whatever the teacher feels like giving the student. Now, these might be extreme cases on the edges of what's happening nationally, but how students are learning is certainly in no way, shape, or form consistent. So with such a wide range of student experiences and outcomes, colleges no longer trust GPAs to signal anything. And by the way, this is not necessarily a new trend. A growing de-emphasis on GPA has been brewing for years. And this pandemic has dealt the final blow, in my opinion. No one cares about GPA anymore, at least not as a top-line indicator or metric of academic success. And it cuts both ways, whether you have a 4.8 GPA or a 2.8 GPA. Colleges don't trust that a 4.8 GPA is what it used to be, nor do they believe that a 2.8 is what a 2.8 used to represent. It's impossible to tell at a very superficial level. GPA has become an anachronistic signal without a lot of credibility. College admissions officers give it a passing glance to get a feel for the student's general academic performance, but to get a true sense of the student's ability and potential, they have to do the hard work of digging into the details. What school did the student attend? How has that school been dealing with the pandemic? What are their policies for grading? Were they in school or out of school? How did the rest of the student body perform? Now, the more selective schools have always done this, 
But now more schools are having to do this type of due diligence to differentiate among students. Because a raw GPA score can be very deceiving. Not to mention the growing list of ways that schools report student GPAs. Some schools are on a 4.0 scale, others a 5.0 scale, other schools a 10.0 scale. Some schools give grades only. Some schools give grades with pluses and minuses. Some schools report actual number grades, like an 87 or a 91 or a 97. Again, there's no standard and it's very inconsistent. So if this is the case, what do you do about it? Well, the short answer is you stop worrying about it, you stop dwelling on it, and definitely don't obsess about it. I still talk to parents to this day, and students for that matter, who argue about whether their daughter's current GPA is a 4.21 or a 4.25. And I'm talking about a 10-minute discussion going back and forth about whether it's a 4.21 or a 4.25, as if it matters. It does not. But we've become so conditioned to focus our attention on GPA that sometimes we lose sight of the forest from the trees. Now, don't take this the wrong way. Just because I don't want you to obsess about the actual GPA going out two decimal points doesn't mean that grades aren't important. They certainly are. And the types of classes you're taking what we call rigor, is also still important because the more selective schools will dig into your transcript to see how you did in specific classes, regardless of your top-line reported GPA. Let me give you an example of how deceiving GPAs can be with only a surface-level assessment. Let's say there's a student at a high school who took a ton of weighted classes, either AP or community college classes or honors classes, and has a 4.9 GPA. Sounds super impressive, right? And another student who took fewer weighted classes and only has a 4.6 GPA. Now, to the untrained eye, the 4.9 student may appear to be better or smarter or more academic than the 4.6 GPA, right? Well, not so fast. What if the 4.9 student took all of the really easy AP classes, like AP Psychology and AP Environmental Science, while the 4.6 GPA student took fewer classes, but the hardest ones, the hardest AP classes with the most challenging teachers, like AP Physics and AP Chemistry and AP Calculus. In this case, a shrewd college admissions officer would likely give more credit to the 4.6 student because of the nature of the classes and the teachers that each student took. Getting A's in fewer but harder, more challenging weighted classes is likely more impressive than getting more A's in less challenging weighted classes. See how that works. So here's my advice to you. Continue taking as many challenging courses as you can while still being successful and discontinue dwelling on the exact GPA out to two decimal points. And I would also hesitate to use GPA as your primary metric to search for good fit colleges. GPA, as we've learned, is very squishy, it's very malleable, and can be manipulated in so many ways, even by the colleges, that I would avoid using this as one of your key criteria to decide what college is right for you. 
Which brings me back to the importance of the SAT and ACT as a way to gauge where you stack up against other students and how you might fit into a particular college. Because scores on the SAT and the ACT tests are based on right and wrong answers on a standardized test. The scores are not left up to the discretion of the grader. And the tests are the same across the world. There is a consistency and a reliability with decades of data to back it up. So if you wanted to pick a metric that may help guide you in where you may fit in academically, skip the GPA and give the SAT a try. And of course, I'm not saying it's the only metric to use when creating your target list of colleges, or that it's the metric that best reflects your ability or your odds of success, but at least it's a real number. And of course, continue to pay attention to the rigor of the classes you're taking. That will never go out of style. There may be some questions about exactly how rigorous an online-only AP Bio class could be, but I wouldn't spend a lot of time worrying, worrying about that. It's out of your control. I would worry about things that are in your control. Even if colleges give less credit to grades earned in online-only classes, you're still going to get credit for choosing to challenge yourself versus not challenge yourself. Let me wrap this up with the following. Of the big three factors, GPA, rigor, and standardized test scores, I would focus, number one, on rigor, meaning do your best to, to challenge yourself as much as you can while also being successful. Number two, focus on your SAT or your ACT score, because that's a number that doesn't lie. And at a distant number three, if at all, focus on your GPA. That's all I've got for you today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your continued support. If you know a parent with an 8th grader, ninth grader, 10th grader, 11th grader in high school that might find this helpful, please share the episode with them. You can do that by finding that small box with the tiny arrow that points up. That's the share button. Click that button. Text your friends the link. Have them give it a listen. If you have questions, comments, if you have an idea for an upcoming episode, please reach out to me. You can do that by email. You can DM me on Instagram, Preple underscore Academy. Check out our blog, Facebook. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, goodbye, good luck, and never stop preparing.